Welcome to the InnovaBuzz podcast, where our job is to help you build visibility, professional credibility, and connection with your ideal client by putting the human at the center of innovative marketing so you can build and strengthen an engaging, enduring relationship with your ideal clients. I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz, and I'm honored that you're here with me. If you haven't joined our wonderful marketing transformation community yet, go to innovabiz.co and collect your free gift as well. Do subscribe to the show and also leave a review because it helps others find us. Let's get into today's masterclass on this InnovaBuzz podcast. A single time uh, buyers is not a good customer for you. Uh, you want your customers to get back and really uh, repeatedly purchase from you for a second, for a third time, etc. And for that, you need to do uh, things. First one is really the quality of your service or product has to be good in order your customers uh, to be willing to return to you. And the second thing, you have to communicate with those customers uh, in order to remind about your existence, about your offerings, etc. Welcome back. I hope your week's been fantastic so far. If you haven't listened yet to my recent conversations with Desi Bolin of Virtually Sourced Solutions and with the founder of Happy Buying Brain, neuromarketing and business growth strategist Felix Kao, then do listen in. They're well worth listening. But stay here, listen to today's episode first. I'm really excited today to have on the Innova Buzz podcast as my guest. In fact, welcome back to the Innova Buzz podcast, Ritas Loris, the co-founder and CEO of e-commerce tailored email and SMS marketing automation platform, Omnisend. Ritas has spent more than 10 years building and bootstrapping startups and working in the digital marketing and e-commerce field. The key to Omnisend's success is its rich customer data and omnichannel driven approach. Doing that empowers small and medium-sized e-commerce businesses to generate more sales at an affordable price. With Ritas's vast experience in startups and especially e-commerce marketing, he can deliver really useful insights and actionable advice on all things email marketing in particular, which is the topic that we covered today. In our conversation today, Rita's talked to me about lifetime value of customers and why it's important to nurture existing customers. We talked a lot about the best practices for email marketing, and in particular, we talked about the implications of the new privacy settings of iOS 15. Without further ado, then let's fly into the hive and get the buzz from Ritas Loris. Hi, I'm your host, Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz, and I'm really excited to welcome back to the InnovaBuzz podcast today, all the way from Vilnius in Lithuania, Ritas Loris, who's the co founder and CEO of Omnisend which is an all-in-one e-commerce marketing automation platform which helps the users sell more by converting visitors and retaining customers. Welcome back to the InnovaBuzz podcast, Ritas. It's really great to have you back again. Hey, Jürgen. Thanks for inviting, really. Uh, some news uh, due to Apple uh, privacy changes, so really thanks for inviting me. To yeah, that's right. That. Yeah, now you previously appeared on episode 180 of the InnovaBuzz podcast, and as you said, just then, um, it's very topical because as we record this, this very week, two or three days ago, Apple launched their new iPhone. I can't remember which uh, version it is right now, 13. but it's, uh, it's, it's being called 13. One it's 13. Okay. Yeah. But the operating system, the latest operating system is iOS 15, right? And that's correct. With, um, with iOS 15, there's been a number of changes, which I think, um, could have an impact on how email marketing um, is used. So looking forward to digging into all that and 
getting your insights and take on that and what we can do to adapt. But before we start talking about all those things, what, what's the impact you're making in the world today? Yeah. So we are helping uh, for anyone who's selling online and e-commerce is really boosting globally. Yeah, it's being accelerated by, by the COVID restrictions and lockdowns, mm. which used to happen and still happening in some parts of the world. So we do help those online stores to communicate with their existing customers. Uh, and uh, send more relevant messages uh, because we do analyze uh, customer behavior and we have like seamless integration and very deep integration with your online store. Uh, Shopify, BigCommerce, WooCommerce is just plug and play, very easy to start using. Any other platform you can utilize OmniSend as well via our uh, open API. Uh, so we do analyze your customer behavior and based on that, run automated campaigns uh, in order to retain your existing customers. Of course, on top of that, you can sell bulk campaigns whenever you want to communicate with your existing customers. And we have different channels in one place on one tool. So it's email, which is highly effective up until today. Uh, and it's text messages, which is really, really like uh, gaining the momentum, I would say. Uh, SMS and both MMS in some of the countries and, uh, and uh, web push notifications, which are not very popular but we have highly effective with a great uh, conversion rates. Yeah, and on top of that, you can synchronize uh, lists and then segments, particular segments with Google and Facebook ads in order to run uh, lookalike audiences campaigns or, or retargeting campaigns. So that's, that's what we do. Basically, we help mm. you communicate with your existing customer base and retain those customers and, of course, increase our sales by doing that. Yeah, yeah and I really like that, um, you know, you, it's not just about... Um, reaching out cold to a new audience and um, bringing on board a new audience. It's focused on the existing customer base and continuing that communication and that relationship, as well as, of course, growing the business from there. And it's absolutely important because uh, like what we see among our customer base, so depending on how well you're doing uh, your email and SMS marketing and push, push notifications marketing, it really drives you like 15 to 30% of revenue if you're online store. So that's that's kind of a benchmark for, for the listeners. If if you have uh, lower revenue coming from, from those channels of, and from retaining customers. So mm. I would say uh, I would say you have to you have a space to improve. And if you have more than thirty percent uh, of revenue coming from, from existing customers, so probably you you have a space to invest in your acquisition channels and and make them more effective. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a really important point that um, uh, a lot of businesses actually overlook, and that's you've done the work to build trust and build relationships with existing customers, and there's there's um, an opportunity there to do more work with them. Absolutely, and absolutely, and it's you know one of the things which we're really advocating that us marketers. Uh, uh, still, in many occasions, we're thinking in campaigns, which is not the right way of, of doing that. So yeah. the best way is really to think about in lifetime value uh, of a mm. customer and especially for e-commerce as, as um, you know, acquisition cost on, on Facebook and Google ads uh, in the past 12 months, they, they, they uh, became way more expensive. Uh, depending on the on the country and the product category, it's like twenty to thirty percent of the increase of of the price. What does that mean? That even though you had a good margins, uh, they're being uh, cannibalized by by the constantly increasing prices for acquisition. So what does that mean? That actually retention is becoming more and more important, and the 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 single time uh, buyers is not a good customer for you. Uh, you. You want your customers to get back and really uh, repeatedly purchase from you for a second, for a third time, etc. And for that, you need two two uh, things. First one is really the quality of your service or product has to be good in order your customers yeah, yeah. Uh, to be willing to return to you. And the second thing, you have to communicate with those customers uh, in order to remind about your existence, about your offerings, etc. Yeah, and also learn what other opportunities there might be because when when you have that communication that open channel of communication with customers then you hear other needs that you're not currently fulfilling for them and and where that meets an area of expertise or product or service that you might have then then that's the magic spot isn't it where you can 
immediately sell something new to an existing customer that really likes working with you and that's had that great experience. Agree, absolutely agree. Hmm. Okay, well, let's let's get on to this question of what's changed with the new Apple operating system that's in their new phone. And I'm guessing that they're probably going to upgrade some of the existing phones that are out there with the new operating system. So what, what's the... What's the change that's impacting on the whole email marketing area? Yeah, so they will upgrade as actually Apple usually does that. So it's 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 um, it's a rolled out, granular rolled. It's it's not like everyone at once, but uh, but mm. in upcoming weeks, a uh, few weeks, it uh, will be upgraded, and all the iPhones and iPads and then even like their laptops will be. Um, will be like upgraded with this privacy update and like there are a few things among other changes but like they they, they communicated the privacy change which is uh, might be good for some other customers but basically what's going to change first one uh, ip addresses will be hidden so for us email marketers we will not be able to use like tactics as geolocation based communication uh so because they will be using proxy proxies to 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 open emails and to download images etc so actually if someone would be showing that someone read an email from whatever like lithuania the person could be anywhere in the united states uk germany uh or africa so uh, it's the first thing second thing it's uh, which kind of likely maybe will not be that extremely popular but it will exist for icloud plus users there will be an option to uh to create a temporarily uh proxy email addresses that means they just create a temp email address which is absolutely fake and you can sign up you can create accounts you can say sign up to for communication you can complete your transactions which temporarily you will receive the messages but then those email addresses will just disappear after a certain certain time so so that's that's another another thing and probably the most important thing is that uh, uh, opens uh, opens will not be recorded uh, properly because Apple will be preloading all the images which you are sending immediately upon upon the receiving uh, of of email on Apple in on Apple Mail um, on Apple Mail software. So what does that mean? That basically you as email marketer will start getting like one hundred percent open rate for yeah. Apple devices, which is fake, of course, fake data. And it it will corrupt entire 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 like metric of 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 opens. So uh, uh, and I can kind of like constantly once we start talking about that. So I get the question. So what what is the market presence, market penetration of of those Apple email clients? Is is is, it, is it, how big is the problem? And it's uh, and it really differs. And uh, in in countries like United States, the UK, Australia, Canada, Apple. Apple penetration is is an Apple Mail penetration is massive. It's like fifty to sixty percent of of emails are being opened on Apple uh, various Apple devices and their mm. their software. So that's that's a massive impact. And uh, there are certain areas globally. So depending on where you are, the listener, I mean, uh, currently depending on where your business is, let's say Southeast Asia, some uh, some European countries, African countries, where uh, Android penetration is is massive, and Android is really dominating the market, and Gmail is dominating the market by far. So uh, maybe the impact there will be way 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 smaller. So it really depends, and you have to be uh, to be conscious about that, and really where your customers are. Yeah, if you're in the United States, the UK, Australia, Canada, uh, Western Europe, let's say, so the impact will be significant for you. Uh, so yeah, you know, so joking a bit that well, your your numbers <laughs> will become better, and if you are reporting it to someone, you are a marketer, you're reporting to your boss, so it's gonna be good for you. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't really mean much. I'm, yeah, I'm just curious though because you know some a lot of those things were already possible. I know you know I've got software installed, so I'm an Android user and I use Gmail. Uh, I've got software installed that prevents my emails being tracked. And mm-hmm. at some point, you know, I thought, no, that's a good idea. So I did that. So any, any marketing communication that I get doesn't actually send correct data back to, to the people sending it to me. Yeah. I've also Oregon, got several, such a bad behavior. <laughs> <laughs> I've also got several, um, several email aliases. So if I sign up for something that I'm not absolutely committed to or convinced right now, mm-hmm that I want to remain on their mailing list, 
I will use an email alias because then I can just turn off that alias and it, it's much easier than unsubscribing. And particularly, um, so, you know, I, I've been going through a really heavy unsubscribe campaign because I just found that I had so much stuff there that I was deleting every day and it was just cluttering up my email. And I thought, well, if I'm just deleting it all the time, I might as well unsubscribe. But um, there's in doing that, I've noticed that a lot of the things that you unsubscribe to, they keep sending you stuff. Um, and and I thought, well, if, um, you know, if people do that as as a habit, it's no wonder that there's a response that you use fake emails and just to get the lead magnet and then, you know, you can turn off the email again. Um, so I, I don't know. Am I reading this correctly that all Apple is doing is just making this easier for the user to do those things? Yeah, so that's, that's a really good point. I, I would say kind of like to, to react to what you just said. So probably there are three, three points here. So first, first one, you are an exception <laughs> and <laughs> very few people like, uh, we're doing that, uh, up until today, like having software to, to, to ban, uh, creating aliases, etc. And, uh, it's the first thing. And I will, yeah, I will, I will cover what, what Apple will change with that. Second thing, it's absolutely bad practice if someone is unsubscribing from your communication. So please really stop sending <laughs> yeah. emails because yeah. you are ruining the reputation of the entire channel. And, uh, and, uh, and I mean, it's, it's for the listeners. Yeah. If someone of you still think that we can, we can follow this practice. So please don't do that because you are harming yourself as well. And this exactly. is another aspect. Because still, I have no doubts you're going to get there are some newsletters which you are subscribing with your original name. Just because you have a good relationship, mm, emotional exactly. attachment yeah. with a brand, either it's information they're sending, either it's promotional material, but you have some relationship, emotional attachment to the brand. And that's, mm. that's a relationship which each brand actually has to create with, with a customer. And then the customer will subscribe with their original emails. They will not try to hide themselves mm. behind aliases or something like this. And what's going to change with an Apple getting the, the back to this um, hidden thing? So it's to opt in. It's so easy now. And Apple will show pop-ups for anyone using Apple Mail uh, with a con, like the wording something like this. Would you like to increase your privacy or, or would you like to stay unsafe? Like, mm. I, I, it's not kind of exact vote, but actually it's, it's pretty pushy for you to agree with that. And it will be shown for anyone who is using the software and Apple on iOS 15. And, uh, so I have no doubts, like, you know, uh, the majority, like vast majority of people will choose to go private and to keep them yeah. safer within internet because the wording is really about safety and it's a bit threatening. Uh, so I have, I have no doubts that 95% or 19, 98% maybe, except some marketers who would prefer being tracked and see how others are doing. <laughs> so it's, it's exactly the same. So if now you are my minority and exception who is uh, practically using some software to, 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 to stay, uh, incognito, let's say. So, uh, it will, it will convert that in Apple devices. It will be default and only few people uh, will opt out of this. As, yeah, you can opt out and you can turn it off and make your IP visible, et cetera, et cetera, with an Apple. Uh, but, uh, but you know, you have to do it practically. So definitely. Yeah. No one will default. do that. Yeah. Default will be that it, it's private. All right. Well, um, you know, obviously I'm, I'm a marketer as well and I send out newsletters and I have an email list and, and I look at that email list and see what people are doing. And I've got triggers in that email list, depending on what people do, whether they click on a particular link in an email, for example, and that will then initiate something else happening within the email, um, sending, which is, you know, the usual kind of setup that people have in their email systems. Um, so what, and that's, what, and that's a good advice already. I mean, to what you mentioned, it's automation. So, mm. uh, basically automation is, is one of the advice, which I would give you, uh, like anyone who's, who's using email marketing, et cetera. So automate as much as you can. Why is it so? Because even though you will not be able to, 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 um, to track opens, but definitely like op automations prove that they are way, way more effective. And according to Omniscient Research, which we conducted in 2020 across our customer base, 
is like um, automated emails have generated almost 30% of conversions uh, and counting only 2% of all email, email traffic. And the open rates and the click rates on automated emails are way, way higher, like two, three, depending on the sequence, when are you sending those, what kind of trigger are you using, et cetera. But it's like at least two times higher than uh, promotional massive campaigns. Or sometimes it's even four, five times higher opens and clicks. So the engagement with an automated email is way, way higher. Why is it so? Because basically you are sending way more relevant message for, for the customer because you read uh, customer's intent. What does trigger mean? It's a customer's intent. Customers, mm. when customer is browsing your website, your online store, um, customer is showing intent. Okay, I'm looking to that particular product group, not something else. Yeah, I'm looking to that price point. I'm looking to those things. And uh, and automated emails really help you to send more relevant messages and they are accepted uh, way better. So that's one of the advice. If you are currently using like no automation, so maybe using just a couple or one basic, let's say abundant card reminder, et cetera. So there are way more things which you can automate. Post purchase or post any transaction emails, uh, customer reactivation automated campaigns based on their browsing, uh, even though they did not add anything to a shopping cart. So those are kind of a lot of great sequences, automated sequences, which I would really encourage to start using if you are not using it yet. Hmm. Okay, so what that requires, though, is um, people understanding pretty well the different journeys that that uh, a user or a, a visitor to the website or the web store might take, right? And 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 I think if I understand you correctly, you're saying with these new privacy settings, you won't necessarily have accurate data on each individual steps in terms of, say, open rate of each individual email but if you've got the pathways set up and automated then they're still as effective as as perhaps before yeah so uh and email yeah so you, you got it right and email will remain to be effective channel nothing changes in effectiveness on email that's probably a very important emphasize for our listeners uh nothing is changing and effectiveness will not drop it will be just a bit more difficult for you as a marketer to understand your customer's behavior and to navigate it. Hmm. Yeah, so, and you, there will be kind of few tactics which you will not uh, be able to apply. Uh, like to mention a few, let's say the remailing or re-engagement campaigns were quite popular. When you are sending exactly the same content for those who have never opened your email, first one. Yeah, so you're resending exactly the same content, let's say. It will be not possible. Uh, what else will not be possible is uh, like sender uh, uh, sender name and subject line A-B testing, which uh, was based on opens or is based still on opens. Or you have to like take the segment of your non, let's say non-Apple users, which you can do. And segmentation is another, uh, another advice, which I would give for uh, anyone using. So segment your customers, yeah? So, okay, I know that those are Apple. Apple users, okay, I put them in one segment. So if I want to run some A-B testing campaigns, I'm only taking those who are using Android, Gmails, etc. And uh, I'm testing with those. And then when I say, okay, I see that this subject line is performing better, this, uh, this sender name is performing better, then I'm sending for entire uh, mm. mailing list. Uh, so, um, and and another thing which probably kind of the most challenging thing which i would say would be keeping your list up to date and uh, like hygiene of the list which is very mm. important for deliverability because if you have two old contacts they could harm your reputation and if you keep sending uh, for addresses and, and recipients which you have uh, for five years and they have not read your email in the past four uh, years and six months it, it could be harmful for your online reputation and would, I would advise not to do that. And the good practice was based on opens to like clean your list. Uh, let's say you send only for those who have opened at least once in the past 12 months or six months, uh, but at least 12 months. So that will be limited for you as well. So what I would advise for, for customers to do now is really to, <clears throat> to try to understand what is the correlation between, uh, between your opens and your clicks. And that's how you can approximate in the future as well. So let's say if from the past data up until today, up until uh, 
uh, iOS 15 will be fully rolled out, you have a, a, a past data in the past, let's say, six months. And if you see if your open rate is on average 10% and your click rate is uh, uh, like 3%, so you know that uh, it's 1 to 3 uh, or 3 and 9% to be to be easier to calculate. Yeah, So you see that it's mm. 1 to 3. And definitely you will keep having a click rate as a metric so that's how you can approximate that, okay, if I still, my click rate remains the same, I can estimate that my open rate is the same as well. Because I knew that one of the three uh, customers who open my email, they do engage with my content and they do clicks. Okay. So that's what I would go. advise you to do now just to, for you, for yourself to understand what is the, the, the proportion here in the future. Hmm. So, so click rate will still be visible Yes. Even after this yes. update. <clears throat> yes. You don't. You don't have to. Ch you don't have to change anything in the way you set up the emails. No. Do that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just. Just to explain. Just. Just in short, not to go in very deep into tech, but uh, like open rates are being uh, tracked by uh, uploading a pixel, which is an invisible image, which mm. any email service provider, Omnisend, or any of our like colleagues were using exactly the same technique and there is no other technique so there is a pixel one pixel size image which is being uploaded so this all the images will be uh, like uploaded immediately therefore this methodology will not work anymore yeah, yeah clicks are being recorded once you click on the button and there is a intermediate landing page tracking landing page when someone is clicking on the email before they land to your uh, landing page, which is originally you have an intent to land the customer, there is an intermediate and invisible landing page uh, inserted by e email service providers. And that's how you record uh, clicks. So it's just a different methodology and, uh, and it has no impact on both click recording and conversions as well. So we are still capable to track that if someone like came from email and conducted conversion we can attribute it, it to the email as a channel so conversions okay, are there yeah. so all the engagement metrics like more in-depth engagement clicks conversions etc are there and they will not be ruined mm -hmm. just opens which still was one more one kind of of the primary metrics for a lot of marketers to be tracked will 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 not be reliable anymore but the rest mm -hmm. will remain and i would say it's it's kind of not bad at all because it will force us marketers to really think more about uh, how to create engaging content, how to really create relevant mm. content, converting content. And because, uh, uh, you know, just if someone opened our email but uh, took uh, no action, it's it's not that much of a value in, in the email. Yeah, that's right. Likely. Yeah. And to me, to me, I mean, what you're explaining there, it suggests that um, anything that, you, any email that's sent out, um, the click the links that you want to send people to are actually a page somewhere on the web preferably your own website um, a landing page and that then gives you the opportunity to do things like have a, a personalized email uh, sorry a, have a personalized message there in the form of a video um, you can then deliver whatever it is you're delivering to them on that page and then, of course, you can use Google Analytics or whatever analytics tools you use to track, you know, who's coming to that or not who's coming to that page, but how many people are coming to that page and where are they coming from? Because I think Google Analytics still tells you that so many people came from Apple Mobile and uh, App, uh, iOS um, Desktop and Google and whatnot. Yep, that's correct. That's correct. And yeah, so you you kind of uh, pointed a good a good, and there could be another advice um, which you can give to our listeners is is like, uh, uh, so yeah, you have to if let's say if you are sending uh, content based emails and newsletters like heavy content uh, advices uh, news etc etc. So probably the main advice would be okay, you put a bit less within the content of email itself, mm. and uh, just uh, just a tagline yeah you have uh, and then you you place uh, call to action buttons and uh, if you if your reader wants to read the full content he or she shall press the button or the link and go to the landing page as you mentioned yeah mm -hmm. which 
maybe kind of you were using more of a practice that you were sending like the full content within the email. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and yeah, so now you have to play a bit around and this kind of extra click for your readers, maybe not that much of a convenient, but at the same time, you really will identify which content is really uh, being engaged the most. So it's uh, up upside of this. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And also in terms of, well, the, the list cleanup one is one that, I think is is a is a big question mark in my mind at the moment because how do you how do you continue to keep your list dynamic and um, you know regularly because I I used to do every six months I'd kind of check the statistics and have re-engagement campaigns in fact they were running automatically that and they were based mm-hmm. on opens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's good that you are following good practice. Uh, <laughs> great advice for anyone. So uh, what I would suggest here is really to replace with just uh, a timestamp. So basically, what is becoming important here is really two two things. One is like constantly grow your list hmm. because you have to have all fresh subscribers, and then uh, you have a timestamp of a subscription date. Then the customer just got into your list. So uh, a lot of uh, like email service providers or specific like specific tools which you are using for for collecting addresses they have this capability if not you should be looking for such a tool and what does that mean that you have a, a date about the email address so let's say Jurgen's email i've got 12 months ago so and i would suggest for you in six months or 12 months it's up to you to make a decision but each six months or 12 months you are running re-engagement campaign and you are asking Jurgen, you are quite like for already a while in my list. I like I I didn't see you clicking. So uh, would you like to continue receiving uh, my messages? And if uh, no, then you're just basically getting rid of those contacts. Hmm. So uh, two things. First, you replace opens with clicks. So still some yeah. of the audience is engaging, but it's the number will be uh, lower. And then mm. you are just taking the oldest emails by the subscription date, you segment by by the subscription date, and you're taking your, let's say, older than 12 months email addresses, and you send them the campaign uh, asking your customers to proactively express their will to continue receiving your messages. And those who do not proactively express their will, you just uh, delete on subscriber. Mm. Yeah. Actually, that might make it easier and also gives you the opportunity. Like I could imagine doing something like, hey, Retus, um, it's our 12-month anniversary. It was 12 months ago you first signed up for our list. And, um, you know, as a, as a little gift, here's something, um, you know, which is a, a link that you click on. It says, oh, by the way, um, if you don't click on this link, there's a risk you'll you'll no longer receive anything great piece. Or, you, know, you can be very transparent and say this is part of my list cleanup mm-hmm. absolutely and very great piece of advice yeah so it's uh, one it's you you are transparent second you are creative and you're actually even offering the value for the customer so it's both win-win situation and and again it's all can be automated because uh if you have the data and a timestamp when uh, when you got the subscriber uh, when the one has subscribed, so you can create a segment in in Omnisend or any other email service provider, and you can automate this. So there is no need to manually do such mm-hmm. campaigns. So there is a segment which, with the conditions that if email is older, let's say twelve months, and have not clicked in the past six months, uh, this is the rule. If uh, if if a specific email address is 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 really like um complying with the rule so it's being like added to the segment automatically and then you, the campaign is being triggered automated campaign reactivation campaign is being triggered and yes you can send one email you can send like uh, the sequence of three emails let's say uh just to be sure that okay the person saw your offering uh mm-hmm. and 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 uh and just did that, that didn't get somewhere lost in the weeds or maybe someone was uh, out of office for, for whatever reason yeah so i would suggest yeah, yeah, okay yeah. let's let's run a campaign of a sequence of free emails in in two weeks period yeah, so highly likely we, you will reach even if person is really interested in, in what what you are sending so the one will click on on the on the link and you will get uh, on the button that it, that it use buttons and links 
uh, they are more effective. Uh, so yeah, and that's how you're going to record a click and the email will be removed from the segment automatically because the condition was there were no clicks in the past six months. If there is a click, the email is being removed. Hmm. So again, it's all about automation and uh, yeah. segmentation. And, so yeah. what we well, what we I started mean, think, about. Yeah, yeah. I think um, you know in the past people that did this well were often using uh, email opens as 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 the trigger. So it really is now you've got to use um, clicks as as yeah. the triggers. Hmm. And I think I think that opens up a lot of uh, creative opportunities because you could you know you could have two offers for example i mean you would talked earlier about a b testing is not going to work in terms of the impact of opening an email from um, two different subject lines but what you can do is inside the email have you know two different um expressions if you like or mm -hmm. two different offerings or or expressed in two different ways and and then you can see which one's getting more clicks exactly and like a b testing click content a b testing will work because it's based on, on clicks yeah yeah that's right all right so um basically <laughs> the it's not the end of the world it's um just um we need to up uh, up our game a little bit in terms of what we're doing with our email marketing and, and being aware of the changes coming along. So I really appreciate you bringing us Absolutely. up to speed on on um, you know what those changes mean and um, certainly something that I wasn't aware of. I started hearing people talk about this update and the privacy policy and I thought, hmm, I wonder what that's about. And then, of course, um, this week the new iPhone launched, so I thought, well, it's um, it's here now, so it's going to start it's happening. Here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. And yeah, you are right, absolutely. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of email marketing mm. at all. It just uh, it just uh, end of opens as one of the metrics, but uh, there are other great metrics which you can be following, which you should be following, and definitely I have no doubts. Email will remain as a highly effective uh, communication channel with your existing customers and yeah by the way we do have an central hub of information related to this so it's uh, opensadead.com so it's it's like uh, information coming from omniscient and from other industry leaders etc so all related to that so if you're looking for advice uh, how, how to behave or like really like articles on, on, on those topics what to do how, how to act good ideas and practices so I really i really invite you to visit opensadead and as as our tagline is like opens a dead but email isn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and we'll we'll add that to the links in the show notes as well, so people can check that out. So that's great information. Um, yeah, I think I mean one of the good things about this is the some of the practices that I mentioned earlier that annoy me and that why I kind of set up these privacy things and and use email aliases are probably going to be um, really become less and less. And I think that's good for all email marketers because it, it yeah. elevates the the whole profession, right? So I think yes. you know, and it forces trust, people and trust to do them. the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I do agree. And, uh, you know, if 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 you would ask, I, I, I probably would bet that uh, highly likely Gmail will follow this path. Hmm. Not sure when, but uh, but uh, I, I I would bet for that that it's uh, they they will, will follow after after a certain period yeah, of time, and and the tools are already there, so it's probably just a case mm -hmm. that they integrate something that's that's already available. It's not that they have to develop something, or you know, there's not a long lead time to make that happen. Correct. Correct. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been great. Richard, I really appreciate you bringing us up to speed on this. So I think it's probably a good time now to move on to the buzz. I know you've done this before, but we'll check in with you again because it was some time since you were on the show last. So um, I still have the same five questions and every guest um, gets them. Um, and hopefully you'll give us some inspiring answers and inspire the listener to go and do something awesome today as a result. And and I'll go and check later how close they were yeah. last time. <laughs> you know? 
you're good yeah when i was kind of already joining uh to, to the podcast and thought okay there will be those questions so i wonder what my answers were previous time so i to be honest i don't remember so i, I will provide it will be really interesting to check if, yeah. if they have the same now and what 12 months or so since we talked last time or maybe they have changed <laughs> That's right. Well, Let's a lot, lot of things have Let's a lot of things have happened in that time, haven't they? Oh yeah, <laughs> there's been a That's global true. pandemic and uh, uh, other That's things true. going on. Yeah. All right. Well, the first one is: what's the number one thing anyone needs to do to be more innovative? Um, just do things. Don't be afraid and, and do things. Yeah, that's great advice. So <laughs> nothing happens without action, right? Absolutely. Hmm. All right. The best thing you've done to develop new ideas. Um, talking to people because mm-hmm. you get a lot of great inspiration and like crazy ideas and like ideas development in my mind is like a ping pong you never come across with a brilliant idea you you come across with some like uh, or like embryon of idea and then you share yeah. this idea and you talk to people etc etc and then it elevates 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 and it potentially some of ideas come to uh, become a really great ideas yeah, yeah, I love that. Uh, ping pong. Yeah, idea ping mm-hmm. pong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love so, it. I, no. um, yeah, I had a conversation with someone this week that um, we're, we're thinking about doing some work together and we were exploring some ideas and I just threw out a comment. <laughs> well, I wasn't even thinking of it as an idea. It was just a comment mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe you could do this. And, you know, the, the response was along the lines of that is a brilliant idea. And then, you know, he elaborated and how he interpreted. And then all of a sudden it became, um, you know, something quite concrete that, that we're both really excited about pursuing. So, yeah, definitely. Exactly. Good, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great example of what they meant. Yeah. By yeah, calling yeah. it ping pong. <laughs> all right. Um, favorite resource that you use most often? Um, Google, <laughs> <laughs> over Google, yeah, and uh, yeah, there are various uh, resources and and, uh, and 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 podcasts I listen to, but but usually then, but um, what we usually do when so once I have a question, I'm looking for the answer. So and I love reading books as well, like paper or Kindle books. I love reading those as well. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. That we've got, you know, access to so many these days. I mean, back in my youth, you know, you used to go to the library to have access mm-hmm. to lots of books and a communal library, and that might be once, once a week or once a fortnight. We might have the opportunity to go to that library. Today, we just turn the computer on, or not even that. We just open, bring, bring up our phone, and we've got access to yeah. books and podcasts and videos. To all the knowledge, to all the global yeah. knowledge. So that's that's really um, that's thrilling. At the same time, it's it's uh, it's it's not that easy to navigate sometimes because, yes, of course, yeah. we as human kind of beings we have a lot of questions, and then we start uh, searching for the answers. Like uh, the information load is is really massive, so you have to that's right. Manage and to also, really, to, to yeah, select yeah. what is what is important for you in that particular like context, mm. etc. And what is just a noise, which might be interesting for you in, uh, I don't know, six or 12 months or five years, yeah. maybe, but not, yeah. not today. Yeah, that's right. Okay, best way to keep a client on track? Uh, to, to talk to customers. <laughs> yeah, talk with people. Mm-hmm. Communication. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's like both uh, from uh, from client side. So you have to keep lines open. Either it's like support or like uh, customer success managers, uh, or, or or at the same time to be proactive and really try to understand the customer better as well, uh, hmm. initiating uh, conversations uh, from your end. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really important. I think is often, and I fall into this trap from time to time. I'm sorry, everything's going well. There's nothing specifically to communicate and and then i forget to actually touch base and i think that's really important to be proactive mm-hmm. in communication mm. all right what's the number one thing anyone can do to differentiate themselves <laughs> um that's probably the most difficult question is <laughs> is but i would say that um, it's really related to the previous question is really if you talk with your customers enough um so they will they will show you what unique needs we do have 
and uh, and you're gonna pick some of those needs which you are and some of their problems or issues or challenges which you are solving and that's what can differentiate you from uh, the competition hmm. yeah I think that that's really important and a part of that is also being self-aware in terms of here's some things that I can actually help with that we're really a good fit for one another in in this environment of your need and my expertise exactly hmm. but uh, but it's all it all starts uh, with an understanding what what are the needs of your existing yeah. and like potential customers prospective customers are so that's where it all starts hmm. yeah love it all right well thanks Ritas. this has been fabulous you've got us through the buzz again and you've um, given us a whole lot of background on the apple operating system update and its privacy um settings and the implications for email marketing now where can people reach out to you and learn more about what you do at omnisend and maybe even say thanks for what you shared today yeah so thanks for inviting Alberto first it's really great to talk to you and hope uh, there was something valuable for for your audience and for your listeners yeah so myself it's omnisend.com about about us about the platform and opensadet.com that's what i would suggest to 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 find the really valuable information there and and uh, yeah myself i prefer using linkedin that's that's my most preferred channel so Rita's law is on linkedin that's who i am okay all right and as i said we'll include those links in the show notes so people can click straight through so do you have thanks, any parting man. advice for our listener today <laughs> sorry which do you have any parting advice for our listener today as we wrap up um i will just get back to my for first question yeah just do things once you have an idea yeah. talk to people and do things probably those those things mm. uh we we mm, we just uh, sometimes too often um think that the, all the great ideas should come directly into our head which is not correct mm. uh, a lot of great ideas are coming while you're communicating with people and the second thing we are keeping those ideas for too long instead of just yeah. uh, start implementing and executing things so yeah that's why this advice i think is extremely important yeah talk to people right. and yeah. start doing things yeah try them out don't be afraid to try them out and then talk to people to find out what's working yeah. and what can be improved yeah exactly and that's yeah. how you get into the into the cycle hmm. all right finally who else should i get on the show and why um I don't remember, to be honest, what exact, whom exactly did I recommend previous time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Uh, let me have a look. So, um, uh, Andres, Andres Purdy Andres. recommended Okay, last yeah, time. yeah. Did, did he attend? Yes, yes, we did have Andres no. on, yeah. <clears throat> Good, so whom I would recommend now, um, maybe someone from Gorgias, uh, either Romain, Romain Le Pen from Gorgias, I would say, or or, or Philip, uh, what is his surname from Gorgias? So Gorgias is kind of communication tool, um, like a chat tool, support tool for anyone who's selling um, online. We have a great integration with them and they're really helping to, to serve and to talk to customers, just you know, related to this ability to talk. Uh, so I can probably share links uh, with you. All right. Well, we'll um, reach out to is it Romain and, and Philip? Yeah, I can. I can. Uh, yeah. So, is there a chat here? Uh, yeah, there is a chat, so I can drop LinkedIn. Uh, okay, chat. So maybe in chat. Can I chat with you on this podcast or no? Yeah, there is a, a chat window, but don't worry, I'll get it from you later. So. Okay, yeah, maybe there's but uh, I've been trying to use this chat, but and okay, seems like uh, there is a command and okay, paste in the old school way. <laughs> Can you see my message now? Yeah, I've got it. Thanks. Okay. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for sharing your time and your insights so generously today, Regis. Really appreciate it. Um, it's been. Um, really enlightening to learn about what we need to do for um, adapting and and best practice in email marketing in general as well as adapting to the implications of that privacy update from from the new apple ios system 
So I really appreciate it. All the best for the future and let's keep in touch. Maybe we'll have you back again the next time something big changes in the email world or, or the, or maybe it's uh, the text messaging or the, the push notifications, push. the web push. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's changing. So yeah. Thanks for inviting and yeah. Talk to you next time then. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that really insightful and informative conversation with Ritas and took something away from his episode. I think the privacy upgrade from Apple with their iOS 15 is a really good thing both for consumers and for email marketers. And it means improving the way we all do email marketing in a way that serves our audience. I'd love to know what you took away from Ritas' episode. Leave a comment below the blog post, which you can find at innovabiz.co forward slash Ritas Loris. That is R-Y-T-I-S-L-A-U-R-I-S. All lowercase, all one word, innovabiz.co forward slash Ritas Loris. You'll also find contact information there for getting in touch with Ritas, as well as links to the OmniSend website to Ritas's social media pages and the other resources we spoke about in our conversation today. Now, if you like this episode and you got value from the conversation and the information that Ritas shared, then do share it with some other people that it might help. You'll be doing them a big favour. Tag me in that share and I'll reach out to you with a special thank you. Ritas suggested that we have a conversation with Romain Lapierre or Philippe Roro of Gorgias on a future InnovaBuzz podcast episode. So Romain and Philippe, keep an eye on your inboxes for an invitation from us to the InnovaBuzz podcast courtesy of Ritas Loris. Tune in again to the next episodes of the InnovaBuzz podcast where we've got yet more fantastic guests lined up, including marketing consultant Caleb Roach and Mike James of Smartphone Photography Training. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe to the show to be reminded of new episodes. It's free to subscribe. Leave a review if you like. Even if you don't like me, I'm okay with that. I'm asking you to leave a review because it helps other people find this show. Go to innovabiz.co to join our marketing transformation community and access a free gift my team and I made for you. It's the Marketing Master Mini Class. We want to give you everything you need to transform your marketing into a human-centered, relationship-focused growth engine. Until next time, I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz. Remember, be awesome and keep innovating.